Welcome to Truth in the Word with Pastor Jim Newsom. Join us today as we allow the Word of God to be a lamp into our feet and a light into our path. Now here's your host, Pastor Jim Newsom. Yes, good morning. This is Pastor Jim Newsom, and this is Truth in the Word on Biblical News Report Talk Radio. It's the 23rd day of November 2019. We're broadcasting to you today from North Central, West Virginia. We're going to continue on today, John chapter 8, beginning verse 12, talk about Jesus, the light of the world. Let's go to prayer real quick. Father, we come to you, lifting Jesus Christ up, that all men might be drawn unto you, Lord. And, Father, we just know every individual is going to hear this broadcast today. You see everything in their life. You know exactly what's going on. You know the battles are fighting, Lord, the fears, Father, what they're bound by, Lord, their needs today. We ask you, Lord, that you minister the gospel, the very, very good news unto man. And we just thank you, Lord, it will not come back void, but it will do that what you sent it to do. We pray all these things in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. John chapter 8, verse 12. Before we go to that particular verse, I want to go to 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4. We'll talk today about Jesus, the light of the world, a subject that you certainly cannot exhaust, a, a, uh, a term that certainly, or a, a proclamation that is one of the truest things ever spoken. There's only one light, and that is the light of God, represented in his son, Jesus Christ. The Bible says, all good things come down from the Father of lights. Uh, of course, he is light. He made the light, made the moon, the sun, and the stars, everything that's illuminated was made by him. There is no illumination outside of God. There could be forms and fashions and uh, things that uh, they say are light and people that think they're illuminated outside of the realm of God. But there's only one true light, and that is the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And where he is, no darkness can be or stand or survive should I say. So in today's society, many are looking for light, and of course many are looking for light outside of God. They are looking for something to illuminate them, to uh, guide their path or light their way. Uh, the Bible declares that in the days before the coming of the Lord, or in the last uh, days of this particular age, that uh, uh, men will be looking for light. Bible says in Luke 21 that the waves and the seas will be roaring and men's hearts will fail them for what they see coming on the face of this earth. In other words, mankind is faced with a dilemma, a choice. Uh, who are you going to, who are you going to serve? Um, who do you going to give your life to? What is your life going to be dedicated to? There's no, <clears throat> there's no neutrality in this thing. 
You're either for God or you're against God. Joshua said, as for me at my house, we will serve the Lord. And you have two choices. No middle grounds, I said before. Um, you could either serve God Almighty, accept Jesus Christ, his love gift, his only begotten son, who, by the way, was sent into this world because God loved this world, that man might be saved and not perish but have everlasting life. Or you can choose the powers of darkness who uh, say they are light. Now, Lucifer means the illuminated one or the bright one. Um, that was Lucifer, but he rebelled against God. The scriptures plainly point that out. And uh, he's Satan now, which means the accuser, the slanderer. He has many names. Bills, uh, uh, the old dragon. But there's no light in him. That's why they're called the powers of darkness. So uh, what kind of a um, uh, predicament is the world in today? Well, look around. There's darkness in every corner. There's darkness everywhere. There seems to be a widespread uh, epidemic of darkness. Why? Because people refuse and reject the only true light, which is Jesus Christ. So Paul wrote in 2 Corinthians 4, 4, In whom the God, little g, of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not. They, if you don't believe in Jesus Christ totally, that he is the only light, then your mind is blinded. I didn't write the scriptures. Lest the light of the what? Glorious gospel. The glorious good news. That which is worthy of praise and honor. The only way for mankind is the gospel of Christ. Who is the image of God. Should shine unto them. Okay. There again, faced with a choice. That word God there is theos, which means a type of theology or a type of religious belief. <laughs> People say, well, I'm not religious. Well, you're automatically in the wrong one if you don't believe in God, if you don't believe in Jesus Christ. It says the God of this world, and that word world there is this particular age in which we are living, which if you look around, is rapidly coming to a close. Quickly. The Bible says all of the earth travails for what is coming. Anticipation of the coming of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And this age is is uh, what they mean there by world. The church age, which, which we're living. So show us what will be the the end of the world, the end of this age, the time of the Gentiles, okay, which is going to be stopped at the rapture of the church. God's people not appointed to wrath, 
time of the tribulation, what I read is a time of wrath. And Jesus Christ satisfied the wrath of a thrice holy God on the cross. And if we accept him, they were not appointed unto wrath. Tribulation, yes. Yes, of course. Troubles and situations, yes. In this world you have tribulation, but be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but he says, I have delivered them out of all of them. The only deliverance there is is in Jesus Christ. To the God of this world, or this age, or this time. You can read Revelation 5, we have studied, and John was sorrowful because he could not find anyone to open the seals or the book. And that seal of those books is the uh, title deed to the earth that Jesus Christ is taking back, see, what Adam and Eve forfeited in the garden at the time of the fall. See, we live in a very fallen world. Men's attempt to bring peace into this world will never, ever work. There's only one peace, and that's the Prince of Peace. There's only one light, and that's the light, Jesus Christ. The church is not going to get so good and have such an effect on the world that will usher in the kingdom. The kingdom will be ushered in abruptly by force. Jesus will come back, and the Bible says overthrow his enemies and sit on the throne in Jerusalem and rule with a rod of iron for 1,000 years, the millennial period, after which is eternity. After the millennial comes the great white throne judgment. We are also going to be judged at the Bema seat or the judgment seat of Christ. It's appointed unto man wants to die, and then the judgment. So he says, the mind, or the minds of the people, of them which believe not. That word mind there is device, or how you perceive, or your perception, okay. which can be deceived, by the way. Jesus said in Matthew 24, take heed that no man deceive you. Try the spirits and see if they be of God. When anything is told to you, look for the confirmation out of the mouth or two or three. And the word of God itself will confirm itself. That's why we just can't believe the Bible says every wind of doctrine be not tossed to and fro. The word of God says by every wind of doctrine. See, the truth is under attack. And uh, the world paints their gray areas. But the only way we know the truth is by reading the word, by the confirmation of the Holy Ghost who confirms the word in our minds and our hearts. So the minds of the people be blinded, be blinded, unless they do what? Receive. Unless the light of the glorious gospel that word light there means, of course, illumination. They, we we can't get through our house without turning on the lights. And the only way a man can be lighted is through the glorious 
or that which is uh, worthy of worship, gospel, which is the good news. So here we have Paul stating that there's a God of this world, who, of course, is Satan, or time is a pseudo-God, and people are blinded by his theology. He's a very religious being. Look how many religions there are in the world. Not about your religion, it's about your relationship. Not about the name over your church door, it's about your relationship with Jesus Christ. It's not about the traditions of men, it's about a relationship with Jesus Christ. So we go to chapter 8 of the book of John, beginning with verse 12. Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, he just got right, right, cut right to the chase, I am, well, I am, I am that I am. Moses staring into the burning bush as God spoke to him and said, you've got a mandate, you must go to the most powerful man in the world and tell him that the Lord God says, set my people free. Whom shall I say sent me? And he says, so. I am that I am, the Alpha and Omega. So Jesus said, I am the light or the illumination of the world. He that followeth me, listen now, shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. So, Psalm 119, 105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. We read in John 1, 1, in the beginning, what was the word? The Logos, Jesus Christ, the person. Word was God and the word was with God. Verse 14, and the word became flesh. So who's the light of the world? Jesus Christ. And he is confirming the scriptures. And the Messiah is prophesied in the book of Isaiah about how Christ was the illumination of the light of the world. Isaiah 9, 2. The people that walked in darkness have seen a great light. They that dwell in the land of the shadow of death, upon them hath the light shine. Not that it's not here or out there. It's a matter of accepting it. The thing about the light of the gospel is the longevity. And Jesus Christ is that light. He calls it the light of life or the life of God, the Zoe life. In him only. That's what we try to teach and preach on this particular broadcast is, is that it's all about Jesus Christ. From Genesis to Revelation, we lift up Jesus Christ, the God-man, the mediator between God and man, and that's the man, Christ Jesus. Verse 13, the Pharisees, here we go, the religious crowd, by the way, the ones that thought they were the only life. They, they, they illuminated themselves with their religious garb. Okay. They were very uh, uh, outspoken, outstanding. They would pray in the temple loud and thank God they weren't like the publicans and they weren't like the sinners and they were just great. They were just great. But see, they they were losing their grip. Their religion was being disproved. See. 
So Jesus Christ comes and says, you know, I'm, I'm the alternative to the mind-blinding religion of the world. And in this light that will never end and never damn, will never change. You have hope. You have salvation. That light never, ever goes out. But the Pharisees therefore said unto him, A best record of thyself, thy record is not true. Hmm. In John 5, verse 31 you see, if I bear witness of myself, my witness is not true. There is another that bear witness of me, and I know that the witness which he witnesses of me is true. Ye sent unto John, and he bear witness unto the truth. But I receive not testimony from man, but these things I say that ye might be saved. Listen. He was a burning and a shining light, and ye were willing for a season to rejoice in his light. But I have greater witness than that of John, John the Baptist. For the works which the Father hath given me to finish, the same works that I do bear witness of me that the Father hath sent me. Now he sent John, but John was not the one. He told everybody, I'm not the one. The one come after me, shoe latches, I'm not worthy to what? Unlatch, I baptize you in water, but he shall baptize you in the Holy Ghost and with fire. The Father himself, verse 37, which have sent me, have bore witness of me. Ye have neither heard his voice at any time, nor seen his shape. And ye have not his word abiding in you, for whom he have sent him, ye believe not. He, he said, you don't even know the Father. You say you walk in light, but yet you don't have light. Verse 39, search the scriptures. For in them ye think ye have eternal life, and they are they which what testify of me. And they were certainly theologians and studiers of the scriptures. They knew it. That's the first five books of the Bible. They knew of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. They knew Isaiah. They knew of Isaiah, who was probably the greatest messianic prophet that ever penned under the influence of the Holy Spirit. But yet they were blinded. Hmm. They were blinded. Verse 14, John 8, 14. Jesus answered and said unto them, Though I bear record of myself, yet my record is true, for I know whence I came and whither I go, but ye can not tell whence I came or whether I go. So what's he doing here? He is he is proclaiming his deity, who he is. But they did not know him. They knew him not. And he said they just did not simply believe. And they didn't accept him. They didn't accept him. Matter of fact, they totally rejected him. John uh, John knew his purpose. He knew why he had come. He he knew what was going on. He uh, I'm talking about the Lord, of course. I'm sorry. Um, he knew his purpose. In First John three eight, John wrote, "He that commits sin is of the devil." 
For the devil sent him from the beginning. For this purpose was the Son of God manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. That's, that's why Christ came. To destroy the works of the devil. To bring people who are in darkness into the glorious light of Jesus Christ. Verse 15. Ye judge after the flesh. He says, I judge no man. Simply means he came to uh, not uh, judge, but he came to save. This is the reason he was manifested, that he might save. John 7.24, judge not according to the appearance, but judge righteous judgment. And they were very quick to judge. I mean, you didn't do what they say, you're out of the temple. The blind man, the blind man that Jesus healed, was was one of the first to be thrown out of the temple because he proclaimed Jesus Christ and in their mind and hearts that was blasphemy. John eight sixteen, and yet if I judge, my judgment is true. <laughs> well, there you go. Take that to the bank, for I am not alone, but I and the Father that sent me with the Elohim. In the beginning, God, the Elohim, the plurality of the Godhead. He will be the ultimate judge, yes. The Bible says that all power and all authority has been given unto him. He's overcome, been given dominion over all, all, all principalities and powers, things in heaven, things on earth, and things below the earth. But his mission now is to save. John saw the glorified, the the Christ of judgment in the book of Revelation. Hair like wool, feet like brass, eyes like fire. Out of his mouth proceeded the two-edged sword. Upon his vesture was written, King of kings and Lord of lords. Feet like brass. This is the glorified Christ, see. The rightful judge of all. But now he came at this particular time to save Verse 17, John 8, 17, is also written in your law that the testimony of two men is true. It always took them back to the law and reference. See, if they really knew the law, they would accept him. If they really were Abraham's children, they would accept him because the Bible says Abraham saw my day and desired to be in it. Moses said, uh, that there will be one lifted up like unto me, but yet greater than I am. Of course, that's Jesus Christ. The types of Christ all through the Bible, Moses, Joseph, Abraham. Second Corinthians 13, 1, this is the third time I'm coming to you in the mouth of two or three witnesses shall every word be established. The witness. Deuteronomy 19, 15, one witness shall not rise up against a man for any iniquity or for any sin in any sin that he sinneth at the mouth of two witnesses or at the mouth of three witnesses shall the matter be established. The confirmation. For I'll confirm my word out of the mouth of two or three. Verse 18. I am one, this is Christ speaking, I am one that bear witness of myself. And the Father have sent me, 
beareth witness of me. Jesus confirmed through the Father. We have this at his baptism. We have this on the Mount of Transfiguration. This is my son, both places in whom I am well pleased. At the Mount of Transfiguration, the Father spoke and said, This is my son. Listen to him. At that time, Moses and Elijah disappeared. See, Peter said, we, we need to build three tabernacles, three churches up here, one for you, Jesus, one for Elijah, one for Moses. At that particular time, Moses and Elijah left, which put the complete emphasis on Jesus Christ. That's all about him. If I be lifted up, he said, I'll draw all made unto me. First John 5, 7, for there are three that bear record in heaven. The Father, the Word, or Jesus Christ, and the Holy Ghost. And these three are one, the Elohim. Verse 19. Then said they unto him, Where is thy father? <laughs> Jesus answered, Ye neither know me nor my father. If ye had known me, you should have known my Father also. Hmm. Pretty strong words. He's saying, your religion is based on men. Good men. But they don't they 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 didn't even know these men. They didn't know Abraham. Because if they'd known Abraham, then they would know Jesus Christ. If they knew the prophecies of the Old Testament, then they would have saw who he was. They were Judicially blinded by rejection for a time and a period. Not all of them. Some were saved. See, the Bible says the seven year tribulation is uh, Jacob's trouble, which is Israel and God, where God deals with Israel. Okay. John 17, verse 2. As thou hast given him power over all flesh, that he should give eternal life to as many as thou hast given him. And this is life eternal, that they might know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom thou sent me, who has sent me. This is the only way to the Father. The only reconciliation back to God the Father is through Jesus Christ, the mediator of God. They go between the breach repair. John 8, 20 these words spake Jesus in the treasury as he taught in the temple that no man laid hands on him for his hour has not yet come. He, he had an appointed time. He came to fulfill a mission, and he did that. And they were very, very uh, distraught with him. We know how, the, how, how that's going to end. But the point today is he's the light of the world and the only light of the world, the only way to the Father, the only salvation there is, the only answer that you have in your life. The Bible tells us, woe unto the man that leans on the arm of flesh, woe unto the man that, that is steeped high in tradition and leans on their tradition, woe unto the man that looks into the other cornerstone except the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, woe unto the man that looks into the foundation and the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The bottom line, I hope we're getting this today, it's all about him. doesn't matter how I say it. I don't say it very well, but the Holy Spirit saying <clears throat> that Jesus Christ is the way, excuse me, 
And he's the only way. And the only hope. And the only deliverance. The Bible says, if you wait upon the Lord, those that wait upon the Lord shall renew through while their strength. Who's the Lord? Jesus Christ, King of kings and Lord of lords. The only way to salvation, the only name under heaven that a man can be saved is the name of Jesus Christ. If you haven't noticed, we're living in the very, very, very last days, I believe. I believe that the, the, the time has, <clears throat> has come upon us rapidly, and I don't believe we're talking about something that's coming. I believe that the last days are upon us, and the Lord tells us that we need to be ready. I'm going to read something to you out of the book of Luke. Book of Luke, chapter 21, verse 25. And there shall be signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars. Does that happen? Yes. Eclipses, meteorites, movements in the heavens, different constellations, you know, uh, Job talked about the Maseroth with the constellations. The Bible says the moon and the stars in the heavens are a sign for us. There shall be signs in the sun, the moon, and the stars. And upon the earth, distress. Now, you got to be living in a cave if you don't know there's distress of nations. That means distress of people. People are distressed. The Bible says with perplexity or confusion. The sea and the waves roaring. Men's hearts failing them for what? Fear. And looking after those things which are coming on the earth for the powers of heaven shall be shaken. And then shall they see the Son of Man coming in the cloud with power and great glory. And when these things begin to come to pass, then look up and lift up your heads for your redemption. Draw nigh. Now, we've already been redeemed. The redeemed will say, so there's coming a redemption also of our body. Paul talked about 1 Corinthians chapter 15, how that we will no longer be terrestrial, be celestial. How that death will have no power over us. That Jesus Christ will make all things new. The Bible talks about a glorified body where there no longer be sickness allowed to enter in or pain or old age. You believe this today? I do. I do. Thank God for the gospel. So this is where we are. Men's hearts failing them. Or perplexity, confusion, chaos. We must revert to the light. There are many today that say they're illuminated who've adopted the doctrines the Bible says of devils and of seducing spirits. The church today is 
laced with seduction and seducing spirits. Paul said that uh, there will be those who come in that will be wolves and sheep's clothing. Not everybody says, Lord, Lord, shall enter and try the spirits and see if they be of God. Deception is rampant today. Jesus said, take heed that no man deceive you. So we're, we're there. And you must keep focused on Jesus Christ, the author, the finisher of faith. I, I, I hope you're getting us today. That he's the way. And we lift him up today. He's the healer. He's the deliverer. He's the author of our faith. The procurer of our faith. He is our faith. In him we believe that he lived, he died, and he was resurrected, and he ascended, and he's coming back in like manner. It's not over yet. When Jesus, uh, when King Jesus, the song says, comes to live with us again. Wow. Yes, sir. What a day that will be. The song says, when my Jesus, I will see. When he takes me by the hand and leads me through his promised land. What a day, glorious day that will be. That's my grandmother's favorite song. Mm. Looking for a city whose builder and maker and foundation is God. Do you know Christ today? Or you are you just do you know him by proxy, by what somebody else has said? Do you have a personal relationship today with Jesus Christ? First of all, he can heal your soul. You can be born again. Confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that God Almighty raised Jesus Christ from the dead. Make a conscious decision to repent and turn. Ask God to forgive you of your sins and ask Christ into your life. Shaking the hand of a preacher and joining a church does not save you. You must have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Paul said, all them I know him in the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering. Denounce all evil. Stop where you're at. Plant your foot and go in a different direction. Cast off, the Bible says, all darkness. He'll give you power to do that because he has power over all darkness. The Bible says he can heal your body. Yes, he can. By his stripe, you are healed. Be any sick among you, call the elders of the church and pray the prayer of faith and the prayer of faith and anoint them with oil and pray the prayer of faith and the prayer of faith shall heal them. And if there be any sin in their life, the Bible says it shall be forgiven them. By his stripes, he sent his word and healed us. So yes, he's still healing today. Your physical body. He can heal your mind. He was chastised for our peace of mind. He can break addictions and perversions. There's power in the name of Jesus. The song says to break every chain. To break every, every chain. I'm going to go to Luke 4 one minute. You've heard this, I know, probably a thousand times. He came out of the wilderness. And it says he was delivered. This is Luke 4, verse, verse 17. And there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it is written. And the written of him, by the way. I think it's Isaiah 61. 
The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. What? To preach the gospel to the poor. He hath sent me, listen, to what? Heal the brokenhearted. To preach deliverance to the captives and the recovering of sight to the blind and to set at liberty them that are bruised to preach the acceptable year of the Lord or what is known in the Old Testament as Jubilee, the redemption of slavery when what people have lost is given back to them. And the Bible says he closed the book and gave it to, again to the minister and sat down. And the eyes of all them were in the synagogue were fastened on him. And he began to say unto them, this day is the scripture fulfilled in your ears. <laughs> the way has been made. The anointed one, the Messiah, the anointed of God, has come to preach the good news to the poor, heal the brokenhearted. Preached deliverance and set the captives free, the covering of sight, to set at liberty of those that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord, to declare jubilee in our lives. Listen to me today, he's your answer. I'm pretty sure you don't know exactly what's going on. No, I do not. But he does. He's touched with our infirmities today. Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for your word. And God, your spirit has to do this. You said, not by power, not by might, but by your spirit. You know, every individual is going to listen to this word today. You know, every situation, circumstance in their life. And Lord, we believe today there's healing in the name of Jesus. Oh, yes, Lord, we believe that today. We praise you for that. We thank you for that. We thank you, Lord, you've healed our mind and healed our body and saved our soul. And we lift you up today that all men might be drawn into you. Lord, we ask you to save, heal, deliver, and set free. And we ask these things in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. Till next time, God bless. Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want.